This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Recorded live. And good morning on January 18th, 2015, to the Specialized Mastermind Call. And uh, this morning, um, many of you on the calls just got back from Vegas. I'd like to know if anybody won anything as well at the uh, promotional product show. So that'd be fun. Um, I know trade shows are exhausting, but I mean, it, it just has to be fun, especially when you find something that's exciting. So I do want to do that. I'm going to open up the lines. But right before we start, I wanted to do a little bit of an update on LinkedIn. Um, for any of you on the line that may not be maximizing the power of LinkedIn, um, that's the purpose of um, giving you some updates on what's happening out in the LinkedIn world, and also to continue to encourage, encourage you to use that tool. It's more than a tool. It's really your partner in crime. All the times that you go and you have a friend, um, Don, I hear you talk a lot about partnering with people, which is really a great idea, but LinkedIn can be just as powerful a partner, if not more so, than when you find someone like Don um, has to partner with and share uh, resources, et cetera. And um, it's much easier to make an appointment. It's just strictly point and click. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit. I like to do updates every time the new year um, turns, I like to see what LinkedIn has new for us that at least is relevant. Um, and so I wanted to tell you that, um, first of all, um, there has been a new, they updated their groups experience, which I think for all of us in the sales profession is probably one of the most prof um, profound um, opportunities on LinkedIn. And if you recall, um, if you, you can join groups of professions in areas upon which you're interested and areas upon which you think your, your clients and new clients will be interested. So, um, for example, you might put, um, you know, in the search bar at the top of your LinkedIn, just put some key words like small business, small business concerns, or small business, that might be one area to go. For those of you, we always use Linda as the examples, you know, healthcare rehabilitation facilities, you know, and see what kind of groups that people in those areas might be uh, joining. And then you can not only join those groups, but see what they're talking about. And along those lines, uh, LinkedIn has also added um, an app for the LinkedIn groups alone. So and it's, they especially added, because I don't think they had one for the Apple um, phones, et cetera, before. So I just, I added my groups onto my phone. And so if you do go into the apps and uh, do a search for LinkedIn groups, um, you will have a separate app for that. And what you'll, it will show you are the conversations that are happening. Now, why is this important? It gives you a chance to participate in those conversations. So let's say you're going to lunch, you're out and you go grab a bite. You know how we are, like we're alone and, you know, what do you do? You pull out your phone and instead of playing games or looking on Facebook, one of the places you can also check would be your app for link, LinkedIn groups and answer and get involved in the conversation. Um, and it could be a very powerful thing. 
and you might meet new clients, you might make new friends. I mean, who knows? So if you feel as if your groups um, are where you want them and that you're positive that you have all the groups that would make some sense to you, and this also includes, by the way, areas of personal interest too, or your alumni groups, or your high school groups, or um, any others where you can reach out and people, you know, will be talking in conversations upon which you'd be interested. Um, great. But if you haven't, spend some time and do a little research and some searching in the search bar at LinkedIn and see if there are some other groups that might be interested in. Um, if you want to narrow it down, you can also narrow it down by geography if you want to join some groups here. So there could easily be, you know, small business groups that meet or um, here in Arizona that you don't know anything about. And you could start communicating, join the group online, offer to go speak, who knows. So um, it's good to know, and it's worth spending the time on. LinkedIn, if you think about it, wouldn't have spent time and put their developers on this segment of, their, um, of LinkedIn if they didn't know that it was one of the most powerful areas for their customers to um, you know, accelerate their careers, sell more, find new jobs, you know, all those kinds of things that LinkedIn was really built to do. LinkedIn's only reason for living is to help us network with people that can help us um, promote ourselves in the direction that we want to go in our careers. That's mainly, I don't know what the real mission statement is, but I'm telling you that's their mission statement one way or another. So that's what they chose to spend their time on. So that goes to tell you that um, it is um, really, really a powerful way to get uh, more sales. And also they changed the look of it to make it easier to work with. It looks a lot more, um, I would say, more like, um, more like Facebook, I would say. So you, you know how like on Facebook when you put a post, there's a little icon there. You could put a picture, which remember, that's awesome because anytime you can add photos, it's always going to get more attention. Um, it's... Um, you know, and a little uh, paper clip if you wanted to add a link or something else. So it looks a lot more um, what you're used to, if you will. And so take a look at the new groups and uh, I'd be interested to see and to hear uh, what you did with that and if you found some new potential leads and prospects. Um, LinkedIn also um, updated, I don't know if board is updated, but they changed a little bit their messaging system. So when you go on LinkedIn and in the top right corner is like a little envelope, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm hoping everyone on the call has communicated with people um, on LinkedIn. It was much more like a um, um, like an email. It looked a lot more like an email, and it replaced it placed it much more with what they say is like an instant messenger type of look. But it's actually, I would call it again, much more of like a Facebook look. Um, it's like much more to encourage more chatting and that's uh, where if you where if you want to look at it this way email might be a little tiny bit more formal if you will so again it's a much more of a chatting kind of a, um, a way to speak to people and you'll recognize it again because it'll look like what you're used to on Facebook etc um, but just to be uh, a little cautious just because the look of it may look like Facebook um, just be careful that LinkedIn is a much more formal way 
of communicating. It's supposed to be a professional platform. So um, that doesn't mean that, you know, you're doing LOL and, um, you know, any other three-letter, you know, codes and, and things like that. You still speak like, you know, uh, like it's you, the professional side of you. And, um, but it does make it easier so you don't um, have to learn something new or anything like that. So um, they did make a few other um, changes regarding um, what people uh, look for on on your um, profile page, they put a greater emphasis on skills, um, and that means that basically on the other side, it's mainly for the job seekers that um, they have given a new tool, if you're looking for people to work for you, to be able to narrow down people. They can search for people by their skill set. So that means that you know you really want your skill section to be filled out um, as as heartily as possible, if you will. And um, so those are like the areas that they worked on this year. Um, they, um, I just talked about a little bit about groups. Uh, let me see. They're more engaging. Um, let's see. I just want to see if there's a... Oh, and also, just to let you know, the other thing they changed with groups is that if you're in a conversation, and the conversations look the same as a Facebook conversation, but now they uh, made it so that only the people within the group can see the conversation. I guess before, you know, everyone in your LinkedIn uh, connection link could see it. So now it's um, same as Facebook where only your friends can see it, that kind of thing. It's, um, so now it's a much more trusted conversation. And um, the interface, um, let's see, a new way of suggesting new. Oh, that's another thing that they did. Uh, is that they when you when you join a group, you know how when you're on Amazon, we've talked about this before, you'll buy something on Amazon on the bottom, it'll say, hey, people that bought this also bought that, and they give you some suggestions. Um, they're doing the same thing. People that join this group also join that group. Look on the right-hand side, and they'll give you some suggestions. My, um, and you can also respond to those suggestions. You can, like, click no, or if you like them, you can obviously join or and as you answer them, they'll get to um, your teaching LinkedIn how to narrow in on the groups that you like. So when you say no, 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 they'll say okay, that wasn't a good suggestion. But you might say oh yes to this one, no to this. So they'll get better at making suggestions as the type of groups that you would like to become a part of. So that's again helping you help <laughs> help LinkedIn help you. That helps LinkedIn get to know you better, but it also makes LinkedIn more efficient. Um, for you. Um, I think we talked a little bit about the messaging. That's much um, easier. And I also wanted to um, speak a little bit about the section on LinkedIn, which I think is the most fun, called Who's Viewed Your Profile? And um, this is actually was an update for last year, but I don't recall I ever mentioned it, and I just wanted to make sure that I pointed it out. And that is that um, they included visual analytics on who viewed your profile. So when you, um, if you haven't been on LinkedIn or you didn't look on this section, which I think is the most powerful because it goes to tell you how um, effective you're being on LinkedIn, is that, um, or if any of the other uh, efforts that you're making out in the field, be it through email, be it through face-to-face, whatever, how effective that is because most likely most of the people that you're trying to reach are going to check you out on LinkedIn before you come in. 
So you'll actually be able to see in a visual form, which is much more easier, much easier to see. And it'll tell you, you know, how many people obviously have viewed what industries they were in, like if they, um, like, actually made themselves blind. You know, you can make yourself open or blind so that um, people can see that you check them out. Or you can go into your settings and click and say, I don't want people to be able to see, so they'll just not know that you were clicking on them, but they will know, like, what industry you're in. Um, it'll tell you, like, what geography they're coming from. Um, so you might get a, a message that said, hey, two people from human rights, uh, human rights, <laughs> human resources, um, and six people from the accounting field, and three people in um, the consulting field looked at you for a total of seven views. Um, it'll tell you um, um, things like if they're, um, you know, maybe people that were looking for, um, I'm trying to think what else they, they have in here, views from, oh, what area? Um, six of those people were from um, the Phoenix area and one was from the Los Angeles area. Um, and that the overall industry was, you know, things like that. So they basically give you a visual profile of, um, and then gives you an update of all the people that looked at you. So it'll say, you know, this is the total picture of all the people that have looked at your, at your profile. And we'll say, you know, 10 were from human resources. These are from accounting. You know, 50 people from small business have looked at you, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of thing. And um, I believe they do the same thing on what kind of positions they have. So, you know, over the year, 50 people have looked at your profile. Ten of those were director of marketing. You know, 40 were director of sales. You know, it's just good to know. And it's a good measurement of your effectiveness on LinkedIn. And it's great when you can click and see who's looking at you. may have been somebody who, you know, a client of yours mentioned you to somebody else and they never contacted you, but maybe they were looking at you, and it might make some sense, and it might be a, a great leeway to say, hey, you know, I was uh, to send them a note or to contact them. So to me, you should be checking every day, set an alarm so you're not there for six hours goofing around because it could become addicted, but it's a great way of starting your day and just kind of to check in uh, for the first 10 minutes of your day. Uh, let's see, the group, we did that. Oh, one more thing. Um, and this was just some, um, uh, it was an article, um, a business article, not on LinkedIn, but it was actually referred to. And I thought it was a good one. And it was about getting more page views on LinkedIn. And you got to view page views as the same as how many people you gave your cards out to at a networking event. I would probably make that analogy. Or um, maybe it might even be better on LinkedIn, I'm not really sure. Because um, if people had, a, if you have a page view, it means somebody came to look at you in some way or another. So they were interested in what you were talking about. They were interested in what you did. Um, uh, probably similar to being in the middle of a networking group. And once again, um, the woman uh, who wrote the article was saying again, talking about finding the right group again, um, going to the search bar and entering. Um, you know, some keywords, you know, marketing, sales, I mean, whatever. Uh, whatever you have to sit back and really think about, you know, the, the ideal customer that you're really going for and getting into those groups. 
Um, and you can be as specific as you want. You could do something like women in marketing, Phoenix, Arizona. Where are the women in marketing? What are they talking about? You know, advertising agencies in Scottsdale, Arizona, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and then she started to talk about how you start to engage on LinkedIn, which is, to me, what I think where the real power lies. It's great to join a group, but if you don't, get a, if you don't participate in a discussion or um, feel brave enough to start your own discussion within that group or start to post information, then you're really not taking advantage of LinkedIn and all that it can do for you. No different than if you watch Facebook and you're just, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, just reading what people are doing, but to really get the power of it, and by the way, Facebook is still the number one um, social network out there, so that's a different conversation for another class. We've talked about it before, but, um, but if you don't participate and you don't post, you know, what's happening in, in your life or you don't, you know, make a comment on what other people are doing, I don't know. That's okay, but in LinkedIn, it makes a huge, a huge, huge difference. And what she was suggesting is that not to just, you know, get right in. Let's say you get to a group and you start to realize that these are people that, you know, you want to really become a part of that group and start to become um, more active. She said that she just, for a while, she just kind of reads what other people are doing and saying, See the, seeing the style. Is it um, an active group or not so active? Is it to have kind of a casual format, a formal one, something in between? What are the most successful posts? Are they open-ended questions like, um, how do you feel about something, you know? Um, and, or do people like to talk about what's happening in the industry? Are you noticing that the ones that get the most response are for those that ask for advice? And what kinds of responses do you see within there? Are they long? Are they short? Et cetera. Um, but again, she's saying it doesn't mean you spend hours and hours, but just one time just take 10 minutes and just start to read through things. And so you get an idea for what people are responding to on that group. So she also suggests that if this is going to be your first time getting involved and really participating, then start with the smallest group first and get comfortable with the vibe there. And as you're reading what they're talking about, um, you can jot down some thoughts that you may have. And most likely you're going to have some thoughts because these are all going to be in areas upon which you have interest and knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. Then um, she suggests that you just start to contribute to a couple of threads. Threads means that the discussion's already started and you're just adding to it. No different than on Facebook, when it's someone's birthday and you type in happy birthday, you just became part of that birthday thread. Um, remember, you don't want to be like, as they said, she said, the obnoxious guest who shows up late and then tries to dominate the conversation, same as if you're at a dinner party. Um, it doesn't um, have to be the most active conversation, but, um, um, but if it's a topic, even if the conversation seems to have stopped and you really love that su subject and you know a lot about it, um, go ahead and you can start joining it and revitalize it with maybe making a point that um, hasn't been made before. But remember that when you get on and you do things like happy birthday or 
Um, I agree with so-and-so. That's not really valuable. It's not really participating in the conversation. What you want to do is either, if you agree with someone, you can back their point up with maybe an experience of your own or adding new information. Be careful if you're going to um, disagree with anyone. Um, Don't be really aggressive, especially like on LinkedIn. Always remain uh, polite. And, you know, it's a great opportunity. You can promote yourself, the specialized or something that specialized does, um, if um, it makes sense to the conversation. Um, For example, if someone says, you know, um, you know, I, I wish that, you know, I had a way to tie all my people in so they could just um, get online and just look and buy something all in one place that's internal to our company. Um, you can get in and go, um, I totally know what you mean. We do that. That's what I do for a living. We've had such great, I can't tell you what my, you know, my clients have told me. We've set these up in no time and they're really easy to do. Um, you know, I'll send you a, a, a personal note or something like that and then, you know, send them an email through LinkedIn. Um, and make sure that um, it's relevant. Anything you're talking about is relevant. And then um, you can start your own discussion, um, your own discussion when you feel more comfortable. Um, here's another search po- point in LinkedIn. You could put in LinkedIn for small business people and see what you get. That's, that's a good search because it's a good chance that it may be people that really are active in LinkedIn and use it actively. So whatever um, group you want to, um, um, you can you know, start a link and a subtopic once you feel comfortable that it makes, um, makes sense. And that either down the line or you know that will give you a chance maybe to, um, you know, promote specialized or yourself. So, um, and try open-ended questions, not yes or no questions, um, are always the best. And so I'd love to hear if anyone has ever started a discussion um, or if anyone's actually made a post also from your profile page ever, ever, Um, This should be the year. Consider it. Consider really getting uh, more active than you currently are on LinkedIn within either groups or starting your own posts, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I'd love to hear how it goes as the year goes on. Also, once you become active in a group, I highly suggest you download the app so you can see what's – it will be right there in front of you. You won't have to get on LinkedIn with, you know, on your iPad or your computer and start looking for it. You'll be able to look down easily and during those breaks in between the day and um, look on LinkedIn conversations and see what's going on. It's a great way of, again, utilizing your time, your workday time, and um, you may be surprised. Not only um, will you find more clients, you could easily, as clients often become, find new friends. It may not be on Facebook. It could easily be on LinkedIn. So uh, with that, let's open up the lines. I'm dying to hear about the PPAI experience in Las Vegas. Um, Linda and Deb, I know that um, you often walk the floor together, um, and I wondered if either one of you saw anything that you thought was 
really clever, inspiring, or something you've always been looking for? What did you see that on the floor, we'll start with that, that was super cool? And star six, you both can open up, or everybody can open up. Debbie, you want to start or you want me? You go ahead. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Good friend, <laughs> right, Linda? I, I left myself <laughs> wide open, didn't I? <laughs> um, actually, we, we, found a, we found a few things, but um, there was um, one thing that was a, a charge, uh, charger for your phone. Like if you go to a hotel and how many times have you plugged in your phone to charge it and you actually unplug your phone and take off and you leave the charger there, so you got to buy a new charger. This service um it's an actual charger it charges iphones and samsungs and when you unplug it it has a beeper on it so you don't walk away and leave leave that um, um charger and it's pretty cool and, and they're in uh, scottsdale air park oh get um, out he invented it very very nice guy super nice man and i think if I remember my right, it's either twelve or twenty-five you can buy, so it's not a huge, huge quantity. Uh-huh. And and there's a like a little square that you can put your imprint on, and um, it was pretty cool. Oh, that's great. What's the name of the product? I have no idea. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to go back and uh, I ha- actually I have the sample lot. I was looking at it over the weekend, but um, I don't know the name of it. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, and maybe there's something else that he could use that Specialized does. And be a great partnership. Yeah, he he was super open. He was a very nice man. Oh, that's cool. That's really interesting. Um, Anything that you were looking for that you found? Well, I know um, I found something else that was kind of unique that I know I can sell into the rehab to the to the females mostly. But it was it looked like a bottle of nail polish, but actually it's a little tiny marker and a highlighter, huh. and they looked really cool. And yeah. while Debbie and I were standing there, they came up and, and they had these little um, little things that you could pull out of a bag. And poker chips. Poker chips. That's what the word is, poker chips. There you and, go. Uh, Remember where you they, were. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've been sick for a while, so I'm lucky to even be able to talk. Um, actually, uh, Debbie and I both pulled one. I got EP, EQP, and Debbie got 10%. So for, for a year, we get EPQ mine plus a 10% off from this vendor, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Deb, what did you see that you really liked? I know you were together, but well, one of them I'm going to share with uh, more Chrysler. Um, it's a smaller flag that can go on the cars because they had a, um, and it was a really good price. So I'm going to show that to uh, Matt more and see because I know I think he would put it on the cards, but there is just a smaller flag to advertise um, whatever he wanted, you know, say if it was a sale on a car or, you know, whatever he wanted to put. Oh, okay. So, um, but they hooked right onto the car and it can't, and the pricing was really good because it included all the hardware for it too. So full, full color imprint. So I'm going to share that. And um, that would be a heads up, I, I would think, for uh, potentially Bob as well. Bob, right. And I was going to share it with him. when um, I was going to go through the paperwork today um, and show it to him to see if he would be interested. So um, 
that was really that was good. And then I was looking for a handheld mirror, not a compact mirror, because I have a client who needs a handheld mirror. But uh, we did not find one. <laughs> so I'm hoping we can, you know, there's like one or two out there that Tammy had found, you know, when she did the presentation for me. But I don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so that's what I was looking for. And then um, Rusty, uh, while we were there, it was nice because we could, like, send each other pictures and said, this might be good for this client. So Rusty sent me a bottle shaker for jabs for my new client, and so I'm going to uh, show that to them. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it was good. Yeah. And um, – so let's go around, then I'm going to go around. I, I was just curious, did you guys go to any of the speaking sessions? Any, uh, there wasn't any, any. Like, did you hear any of the keynotes, like at lunch or? No. No? Okay. This is Nathan, I did. Okay, I was curious about uh, who you heard and who you liked and what the, what the subjects were in general. Well, I went to the keynote, the Seth Godin uh, keynote. What do you think? Um, I thought. I mean, I think that he's pretty, you know, pretty smart guy. I think, uh, you know, it's interesting because a lot of the stuff that he talks about, um, you know, are things that we study um, in the Aji network. So, I mean, I thought, you know, I think a lot of people there thought that the stuff was pretty uncommon, but I mean, I've been hearing it for three years, so it wasn't that unusual. Um, but I mean, he's a really entertaining guy. He's a very dynamic presenter and, you know, he's got like punchlines built into his PowerPoint. It's pretty interesting. You mean, um, you mean like funny, humorous? Yeah. Yeah. Funny, humorous. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've done what, about two or three of his books, most popular. I think one of the first classes we ever did here was on the book. And we've done, I mean, so much on him. I, he has a, much more of a startup kind of a background. What were some of the things that you feel like people thought were un, were unusual, but yet you've been hearing about? I'm not sure what you mean. Well, I mean it's it's um, you know I mean he talks about you know I mean it's so some you know it's it's difficult to explain, but um, you know he talks about you know creating you know offers to customers that are uncommon, right? He talks right. about not just walking into a customer and saying, oh, do you need a pen? We have pens. We have all these pens. You use pens? We, we have all these pens. That's great. We can do pens. Um, and really sitting down with the customer, developing a marketing strategy with them, building a, a plan, you know, and having a conversation that goes beyond like, well, what do you buy now? I can get you that. I can save you nine cents. Um, right. And really building, you know, building a shared conversation with that customer about how you can help them and get paid for it, right? I mean, you know, the days of, you know, he talked a lot about the, um, when people used to, you know, get the cost from the manufacturer and then mark it up a certain percentage, which is what a lot of us do. Right. Uh, that's a really bad practice because you're leaving money on the table. You know, we've quoted stuff to customers and, you know, we've walked in and the customer says, wow, that's all it costs? Absolutely, let's do it. When really we should be looking at their body language and we should be charging them for our consulting services. You know, we 
we have a lot of experience in these areas and our customers don't and they need help and they're happy to pay us for our knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's one of the advantages we have over the Internet. Right. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that would be a good one. I didn't know if anyone else caught any. Did you catch anyone else, Nathan? No. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to move on and see. Um, I think uh, Don Don did not go, right? Right, Don? That's right. Yeah. Uh, are you feeling better? I am. It's a slow process, though. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot, better, a lot better than it was last week. Oh, good. Oh, good. So not, I just, I'm not like in a fetal position, having spasms in my back like I was last week. So that's a big, big plus. Yeah. So I'm, I wasn't sure, you know, what your week was like if you were in or. I was in for yeah. I missed the first two days of last week actually. Did anything um, great happen while uh, the rest of us were in Las Vegas? Um, the, I had uh, I decided to send out an an email to 80 clients. Um, I you know because some of them there might be four or five in one account, and um, it was kind of a year you know a thank you for the for the business kind of a deal and we're looking forward to 2016 and mentioning the different products we sell and asking for um, asking for referrals and so I think I had about 15 people actually write back re- replies email back replies and um, got a few leads from asking for referrals and even some new business from a client that I already was doing stuff with. So so it went really well, um, just that one attempt to try to, you know, touch base with them again, make that's, it more personal kind of a thing. That's almost a 19% return. That's pretty good. Would yeah. you like to make 19% yeah. on every dollar you invest? Just curious. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Another thing I was noticing in LinkedIn when I was – I noticed that same thing you were talking about this morning about the profile views. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed it today, actually. And one of the things that's kind of cool in there, it has a how you how you rank for profile views. So it ranks you based on your connections. Okay. So, like, in my case, it said you're in the top 38% for profile views among your connections, 153 out of 402. So I have 402 connections. And so I rank where you rank. It says, and you're doing 15% better than last in the last 30 days. Okay. So it kind of gives you a gauge to how well, if you're solicit, you know, if you're, if you're, causing people to uh, check your profile or not, or if other people are, you know. Right. And now that they've changed, like, the um, sort of the communication process to make it easier to attach photos and so forth, I would encourage you to take that same mindset when you write those beautiful cards to people, not the real personal intimate ones, but, you know, some of the that same mindset that you, you're so good um, when it comes to writing and sending out those cards and you know, doing the same similar but, you know, fitting what LinkedIn really is kind of thing on LinkedIn, I think you'll be shocked. So keeping, you know, I'd be curious to know how many of those folks of that 19% return you got, um, you close and um, and move on and do other things with keeping track of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Pretty efficient. You can even sell while your back is spasming. <laughs> yeah, that's right excuse anymore. That's right. You feel my pain. (laughs) On LinkedIn. There you go. Um, Aaron, uh, what did you find on the floor at the show? You might have been looking for or you thought was great. 
Yeah, you know, I found a lot of stuff that I had been looking for. We didn't have a whole lot of success before the show. Um, primarily uh, a particular type of shirt that the kids are wearing nowadays. I'm trying to to get apparel into the sports team. Um, and a lot of the stuff is very specialized, uh, unique stuff. And, and when Tammy was looking, couldn't find it. And we found like three vendors for the type of shirt. Uh, we found a couple of vendors for the type of socks. So, so there were some new vendors there that were catering to the new fashion trends of the kids and the sports teams. There seemed to be a lot of sports uh, apparel vendors there. So that was good. Um, the coolest item I saw was a phone power bank, but it was solar. So you never had to plug it in. You never had to find an outlet ever. You could keep yourself charged consistently. It, it, you put on your dashboard or you put it underneath a fluorescent light and it will charge up, and then when your phone's dead, you, you charge the, the power bank and go from there. Mm-hmm. So it was, that was really cool. Um, other than that, uh, that, that was mostly it, just finding stuff that I had been looking for. You know, as a group, I mean, for everybody, were, was anyone out there with um, items that maybe had an associated app? <laughs> I was just curious. That had, had a what? Had an app with it, you know, or did anyone talk about, you know, apps or, you know, was something that worked with something on your phone? Not, not just. I, I don't recall any. Yeah, I was just curious. I thought somebody would do that. Um, I was just curious. All right, did um and any clients uh, close any deals while you're at the show and? I just had a couple of uh, of office supply orders come in from. Good. Some thousand dollar orders, a couple of them, which was nice. Um, and then uh, getting some stuff lined up. I was hoping to have an appointment uh, with Sen to do their 2016 planning uh, last week, but he got real busy, so we're going to do that this week. And I'll find out uh, what's on the docket for them and uh, doing a lot of prospecting, trying to get in uh, to some referrals that I received over the break. And uh, that's basically what it is, just doing a lot of prospecting. Well, you know, um, by the way, um, the shirts that are, you know, have an athletic bent and, you know, we all, like, almost envision what you're talking about, I would think that would be of interest to everyone on the line because if you have any clients that order shirts, I would um, follow up with that and send them out as a suggestion, even though your clients may not be asking, actively asking, oh, you know, I want that kind of shirt like, you know, um, uh, Aaron's clients are. When they see them, it would, may spark like, yes, I would love to do something like that. Because clients may be thinking, yeah, I want these shirts because I want them to wear them to the meeting. But then they may see a shirt like that and say, you know, that would be great. I mean, and with this suggestion that if all your employees rattle your brand, why not? So I would uh, send an email to, about those. Uh, Craig, everybody came to visit you. Did you see anything on the floor that you loved? Yeah, I mean, saw saw a lot of good items. Um, one of the ones that was probably the most unique in my mind, which is funny because it's really not much at the end of the day, is we were walking one of the aisles and we come up on this vendor and they got like just little, you know, like plastic 
colored pouches, like laminated plastic pouches, like in different colors and in different sizes. And they call us over like, oh, come here, see our booth, see our booth. And at first you're just walking by, let's go, and okay, nothing's catching your eye, what is this? And they hand us the little package, and you start looking at it, and inside each of the, like, the little plastic holders, these guys actually put together like little kits of whatever you would want in there, like as far as first aid supplies. So you can go to them and say, okay, I want a Band-Aid, I want a antibiotic, I want this, I want that, put in this little plastic case, and then they can logo the case with whatever company name, et cetera. And, you know, your cost could range anywhere from only like 20 to 40 cents each. Oh, wow. And you can build them. And we were like, holy cow. And, of course, me, I went there with a couple different things for Rachel and I to find for the city of North Las Vegas for their park. Um, for the retail store, for downtown Grand and different things. And all of a sudden, it started chiming. And you're like, oh, this would be perfect for downtown Grand retail store. Hey, you want to sell a little first aid kit that people can just buy? Well, great. He can sell it for like $3 and buy it from us for like $1.20, and we're making a 60% markup. Right. And the same for the park. Okay, hey, you're doing amphitheater shows at night. You want to have a little thing like that. But they'll literally put anything you want in these little kits only in first aid, in the first aid arena, or anything? It, almost anything. I mean, Aaron looked at it and went, oh, hey, this would be a good thing for maybe like veterinarian-type items, right? right. A client that was looking for that. And they're like, yeah, we can do whatever you want. And we're like, no way. And it was so funny because it was a booth in an area that you were just kind of like, it wasn't really like an attractive booth, let's say, and you would just want to walk by. But they had grabbed us because, of course, nobody was stopping at their booth. They were kind of in the back of the show. And they pulled us over, and all of a sudden you go, oh, my gosh, I think we looked at Rusty and went, this has got to be one of the best finds ever for a place that you just would have walked by. Yeah, a lot of volume. and Yeah, Yeah. so that was probably, like I say, nothing really where it wows you like a wow factor as far as the item itself, but you go, wow, as far as companies using it left and right, I mean, for anybody, I mean, be it, you know, you're doing a, a golf event and you want to make a little kit with, like, sunscreen and stuff inside of it, you know, and even maybe some first aid supplies. But you can pick and choose literally hundreds of thousands of things they'll put in there, and they're from New York, and they'll put it in the product and package it for you however you want. Your price is just determined by what you pick. So do you remember their name, the name of the product? Uh, I've got their brochures. I don't have it in front of me, but I definitely have their brochures, and we've got a ton of samples. (laughs) You should – yeah, we should definitely do something where we, where everybody's favorite from PPAI should be put on some kind of a internal site so everybody can, you know, maybe through gold mine, something, Nathan help, like with a, a picture of it of somehow so that people can, because if you're excited about it, good chance your peers will will feel the same. So I'm going to ask no, you. No, it was, it was You great. can put it on the sales resource drive. Okay. Sales resource drive? Okay. Yeah, and I think what was good, too, is like like everybody's mentioned, too, is well, it was great as you were walking around, too, because you did have specific clients in mind. But now the abilities with everything with, like, I think, like Linda mentioned, you know, taking pictures and sending them, it was great because I'd run into different items and be like, here, Rachel, you know, here's an item for X, Y, Z. You know, here's another one. And I think Rachel told me the other day as she's kind of scrolling through now working on putting together, you know, proposals based on all the different things we found. She's like, Craig, I got over 500 pictures on my phone. Right. <laughs> I mean, just from the show. But, I mean, it was great because you could be in all different areas and, you know, you're thinking, oh, cool, this is perfect for Goodwill. Click, send it to her. Say, okay, great, here's a Goodwill item. So right. it really did make it a lot easier to find that as a put it. But, you know, poor Rachel has to scroll through now and go through 500 photos, but it was very efficient in the process. 
Right. And it is, there is a sense of fun to it. It's always fun to see new things and to brainstorm. It sparks your creativity. Yes, ma'am. Great. And I'll give you good news. I'll support your LinkedIn theory. On Wednesday morning, before I headed over to the show, I had a construction company here that I had reached out to the senior vice president and owner. Um, they do about $250 million a year in construction here in Las Vegas, so they're one of the biggest. And had reached out to him, and he kicked me down to his uh, director and coordinator of brand marketing. Right. He runs marketing for him, and I met with her on Wednesday morning. And it's so funny because you knew, like, when I called her, you know, because I said, hey, I talked to Guy Martin and this is Martin Harris Construction. You know, she's like, oh, okay, and, you know, set up the meeting. But you knew from the vibe you got from when you're talking to her, like, she would have probably, if you just cold called her, so to speak, she would have told you, no, I'm fine, I'm busy, whatever. Right. And we sit down and we start talking, and it was just funny, and I was telling Rusty this, because literally she sits there and I start talking to her about, well, here's what we do. You know, what we really do is we're here to, you know, partner with you. We're here to develop a site, to make it streamlined for you, for all your marketing, your promotional items, and those types of things, so you can go focus on other things, because right now it's you and one other girl that handle all the marketing and promotional items for this construction company. And she's like, I've been wanting to do this for two years, develop a site and get this built and get this done. And she goes, I even did one, my own little internal site. She actually built an internal site for their people and even for like their employees to buy stuff. But, you know, it doesn't work that well and it's not that good. And she's like, this is just perfect. It was so funny because she sat there and went, if I would have just cold called you, you would have told me you were fine. But now I'm sitting here in front of you and it's like, and she was just literally like, no, I'll do everything with you. You can have all my shirts for my events. She goes, I just finished my event calendar for the year. We do two golf outings. We do this type. She goes, I want shirts. She goes, right now we can only use, for some reason, I guess she's stuck using Land's End for, like, their apparel. And she's like, nobody likes this stuff. So, literally, we have Angie right now creating the site to get the initial setup done. But she's going to go forward with us. I mean, I walked out of there, and it was funny. I got to the show, and she had already emailed me. Here's our credit application information. Here's our logo. Here's this information. Here's how I want the site set up. Here's how I want the approval set up for the controls. All within a half hour after meeting with us. Oh, it's so great. You emptied her desk out, which I love that. Yep. And I mean, great. think about the time you – I mean, she now has a partner, and that's the thing. That's a perfect example of, you know, companies always sometimes are not big enough or they're not, you know, big on hiring. She now has a partner. That's why she's – texting you and, and answering so quickly, she's like sitting there going, phew, finally I have somebody that's going to be my partner and take all these piles off my desk. What a great – you can just feel the lightness probably in her voice, right, by the time you left, like, woo, what a relief. Oh, no, she sent me another email because I went by and I dropped off because she wanted a uh, cell phone charger, so I dropped off one of our specialized ones to her on Friday as just a little goodie because she mentioned it in our meeting. She's like, hey, I'm going to be going to California, and, you know, oh, I really would like to get a charger and, you know, all those types of things. So we got one, Angie sent it out to me, and I dropped it off to her on Friday, which was great because mm-hmm. she's doing a trip to California, so that was outstanding. But it was funny. She sent me emails. She's like, I'm so excited about the site. I'm so excited, and it's so neat to see. That's you know, so much fun. It all, started, yeah. it all started from LinkedIn, right? Yes, ma'am. It's it's a good link story for you. <laughs> yes, I wish I was a school teacher and you're all in my class. I'd force you all on there every day doing homework. That <laughs> story, Craig. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Anytime. Great. Um, let's move on to Adam. Are you on this morning, Adam? Yes, I am. Uh, and you know, a lot of the, these ideas of people are. Um, are giving regarding the um, what they saw at the show can be I think would be inspiring to all you guys that are internal 
because it sort of gives you other ideas to talk to people about when they say certain things that will trigger you to think of it. But how was your week? Um, it was a good week. I mean, I haven't been on this call for a couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. I've been having a good start to the month. I have uh, seven new accounts. Two of those accounts were straight off LinkedIn, never talked to the person mm-hmm. besides on our LinkedIn messages. Um, granted, it's office supplies, but that's what the inside sales is more geared towards. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my biggest out of LinkedIn's only been, I think it was roughly $500 last week, but that's still... Not what I was ex- I was expecting them just to you know give us a try, but then they were like, oh, I want twelve cases of copy paper. I said, oh, sweet, you know. Um, the good thing about LinkedIn, I mean, I have like twenty five hundred connections, and most of them I kind of gear towards business owners for like for that accounting, for example, kind of like what Craig was saying. Um, the owners who I was in contact with, and then he sent me their office manager. The office manager didn't seem very interested whatsoever, but because the owner you know, put the hammer down that this is who we're going to deal with, they went ahead and placed the order. So it was kind of interesting about that. It's a, another work, work, work around, you know, cold calling, because I'm pretty sure if I would have cold called her, it would have exactly. led into, you know, led into a no. Um, I haven't pushed too much on Facebook, and the only reason that is, you know, as a company, we're not too active on Facebook. I think it's been a year since we posted. I don't really want to route people to SOS, and it, show, it shows that I'm more active than them. Right. Um, so I'm working the LinkedIn account anyways, and going that route, I um, we've I've updated uh, Mark and Cindy's to make their profile more appealing. Um, we're working on weekly posts as well, and they're getting likes, so hopefully the connections keep on growing. Okay, there you go. Awesome. That is really great. Thanks. I appreciate Adam, my partner in crime. Yeah. yeah. And anytime right. you have another pointer about. Um, maybe um, what you're posting on LinkedIn or what you find really works, or if I'm missing something, please please join in. I mean, you're on it every day, so it's awesome. That's great. Thanks so much. Um, Cindy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Okay. How did um, your past week go? Any good stories? Oh, it was uh, – no, actually, there's, you know, things are just – Moving along, just trying to connect. A lot of people very busy in the beginning of the month trying to, you know, get started for the new year and also get out their, you know, um, the, you know, W-2 information that has to go out to their employees. So they've got these projects and they're like, can you call me at the end of the month? But just trying to connect. Awesome. I know you will. And Mark, are you on? Yeah. Yeah. I am, yes. Hello. Morning. What have you got going? Any Morning. good stories? And... Uh, no good stories. I have, like, uh, waiting on some quotes back for some apparel, uh, promotional items and that kind of stuff. So hoping that goes through. I talked to Castles and Coasters, so that's pretty good. i got to call them back tomorrow. Okay. They get, they get quite a few shirts and janitorial supplies and promotional items and apparel, so. Yeah, that's that's a good place. Yeah, shirts and and that could trigger other places, like um, other kinds of, um, what do you call it, entertainment places. I noticed um, that Glogoth seems to be growing. Uh, they're opening up new facilities. Um, certainly, um, oh, Nathan, we should probably talk about, um, about calling on the new aquarium, right? Calling on Amram, and uh, yeah. yep, 
and um, I'll write you an email on that. And then, um, what was it? I just went out of my mind. But um, anything in that genre around entertainment, you know, for kids, places to take them, or adults too, for that matter. So anybody wants to pick up on that one, you could probably do something. Those folks use a ton of promotional materials and anything with their names on it and doodads here and there. So um, that's a good one. It's a good idea, Mark. And I think, Bob, are you on this morning? Bob's not on? Okay. Rusty, do you have anything for the team? Um, yes. So a couple of the coolest items I saw at, uh, at PPAI were they have this uh, levitating speaker that was in the premium area, levitating, literally. So mm -hmm. it's a, uh, a Bluetooth speaker. It has a little stand, and it has magnets inside it that causes it to hover a couple of inches above the stand. So that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And then the other one that I saw was a, a personalized mini drone. So that was the same company that did our dancing robots. And so it's a little little mini drone comes in its own case with a little remote. The remote control doubles as the case. It's maybe two inches by two inches, cute little thing, but I thought that was uh, really cool. Um, I, at the show, I was primarily looking for some nice plaques for my wife's company. Then they have about five grand to spend with us, and we've been having trouble finding the style that they like. Um, but finding finding companies that do awards and plaques at the PPAI show is like trying to find sand at the beach or like trying to find pens at the PPAI show. It, they're just everywhere. So there were about 10 different manufacturers that Rachel reached out to in the evening to uh, try and help us get some quotes and that kind of stuff. But really a pretty good show. The second day when we were up in the higher thousands, we really found a lot of cool stuff. So it was Overall, a really good show. Um, the other thing is, wanted to remind everyone about our son's tickets for February. I've only heard from Bruce, who has a client he was thinking about inviting. Um, keep that in mind. Let me know if you are thinking about inviting somebody, if they accept and all that kind of stuff, just so I can keep track of how many tickets we have. Right. I was just about to ask about that. Who's going to the son's game? Got to have clients that are dying to do that. Yep. Mainly because it's the Spurs, I'll be clear. Um, yeah, and speaking of that, a lot of a sports um, excitement in the Valley, which is only going to grow as the weeks go. Um, Bruce, Brad, Nathan, anybody have anything for the team? Um, this is Nathan. I have. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that we're getting a new phone system again next week. Um, so we'll be scheduling uh, training um, on the phone system for you. And for those people who are remote, we'll give you uh, actually all the sales team uh, training on the apps for your smartphone as well. Um, you'll be able to make calls and intercom just like you do now on your smartphone, but you'll also be able to uh, see who's available and who and uh, who is not, as well as send instant messages to the staff. So if you're meeting with a customer, you'll be able to instant message the staff to get help right then when you're uh, with the customer. Um, I think that's all that I have. 
Okay. Brad or Bruce? Hey, this is Brad. Good yeah. morning, everyone. Uh, also had a great show, and uh, I was kind of on a mission because I was trying. I'm trying to close about a five thousand dollar pen order. So uh, Rachel and I were kind of on a mission, and uh, and we probably saw all those uh, grains of sand that uh, Rusty was referring to earlier. So, uh, um, but uh, we we got some good options, and I thought it was a really good show. And and as usual, I think the highlight for me was the new products. Pavilion. That seems to always be the the highlight for me. I, I just, you know, you can only look at so many water bottles and uh, pens, like you said. But uh, uh, but I also enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed the. Uh, they had some new pr- uh, new uh, products. Uh, the Sandmar people had some new stuff and. Uh, uh and enjoyed talking to them and and so forth um just wanted to remind everybody i sent an email out um oh gosh it must be uh a week ago or so um uh asking for uh everyone's vote um including the sales group uh for um uh uh, uh most valuable team member uh award that we're giving out at the next a general meeting, including a sales meeting. So uh, I, I think so far I might have received uh, a vote from one of of the sales group. So uh, I, I realize the deadline is not until next Monday, but uh, if you could just uh, maybe circle back around and revisit that email that I sent out and get me your vote uh, when, uh, as soon as you can, that would be great. And that's all I had. Okay, great. Bruce, do you have anything? I do not. I'm going to, um, uh, unusual, I'm going to be here all week this week. I've been gone uh, either on vacation or at the PPAI show for portions of the last three weeks. So Whoops. Did you disappear? Anybody need me for anything. Whoops. Hello. Believe it or not. Hello. What happened there? You're fading away. Yeah, Bruce, you, you faded away. Hello. I don't know where he went. Okay. Um, you know what? It's... <coughs> It's 8.30 hours, so we'll, um, if someone sees Bruce floating around the office, pull him down because he floated away. And with that, we'll talk next week, and have a great sales week. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Thanks Bye, everyone. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.